Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey guys, we're back and we're here to share our taping from our very first live show at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Yes, we are. What a night. What a night. I'm still really like riding high. Night of 10,000 stars, I would say. Yes. It was it was so much fun to to meet so many listeners who came out and we were so like touched and honored that we so really many people were. came and we had so much fun. We recapped the first ever episode of The Bachelor starring uh, Alex, Mitchell or Michelle. Someone's going to have to tell me how to say yeah, that at some can, point. Who can say? <laughs> uh, but details, details. We also got to bring up a few of our friends from Bachelor Nation to play a few games with us. Like, it was just a complete blast. It was incredible to see all of the listeners who made such an effort for us. And it was, like, really, really, really heartwarming. Um, and for those who couldn't be there, we're hoping to have a lot more shows. Yeah. And also, of course, when we do one, we're going to do this. We're going to release it as a podcast so that you can all pretend that you are there with us at the Bell House. Um, we were joined by Alyssa Mastromonaco for our recap and by Charlene Joint, Michael Garofolo, and Derek Peth on stage as well. They were all fantastic, super funny, super chill, and it was just a great conversation. So we hope that you enjoy it. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. What's up, Brooklyn? <laughs> Emma and I are so incredibly excited to be here tonight to talk about The Bachelor live at the Bell House with all of you. This is like a dream come true. We really can't believe we're here. And more importantly, we can't believe that all of you are here. Yes. Oh my God. For at least the first two years of our show, we were pretty sure that we were only podcasting to like our five closest personal friends and... <laughs> Maybe maybe our parents? Some of the time. Some of the time. Yeah, they try. Um, and, you know, we might have personally bullied, like, two-thirds of you into coming tonight. 
But the last third, you guys are the real heroes. (laughs) And I know what you're all thinking now that we're seeing Claire in person. She's like proportioned a little differently from what we expected. I get it. And you're thinking she probably eats her meals like a boa constrictor, just like swallows it straight down. But actually, this is a tiny future reality TV fan that is gestating and should be here just in time for Bachelor 2020. So I think that's a good sign. We're going to get to enjoy that together. Yeah. And to all my loved ones, I'm really sorry to tell you like this. <laughs> Got to save it for the pod. Well, yeah, as our podcast producers always tell us, yes. premium content goes on the pod. Exactly. Yeah. So this is our very first public live show. (laughs) So it's gonna look a little bit different than our regular show. We're gonna be recapping a vintage episode of The Bachelor, the very first episode of the franchise ever. A lot of interesting fashion choices. Uh, We're gonna still be breaking down some feminism fails. And then we're going to bring a few of our favorite Bachelor alums up to the stage to play a couple games. Yeah. But first, I do think we need to do a quick check-in on Hannah's season. How is everyone feeling? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good mental all, right? Yeah. We, we enjoyed are, it. Yeah, but we were, we're sad the Luke show's canceled, right? We wanted <laughs> more. Yeah. No, we're done. Yeah, I think we're, we're pretty ready to see how Hannah Beast's Journey wraps up, uh, and you know, unfortunately for our producer Nick, who is here tonight, uh, we'll be doing not one but two finale episodes. So you'll get to hear all of our very many feelings then. Uh, But we wanted to check in with all of you and see how everyone's feeling about Tyler and Jed and Peter. Yeah, let's do like an applause meter. Who here is Team Tyler? Wow, he's very popular. How about Peter? Kind of even. Anyone team Jed? Okay. Okay. He still has some fans. I like that. Loyal. That's good. What about team Hannah ends up single and ready to mingle? Us too. Yeah, I think that one. Yeah. Uh, but we talk about Hannah's season all the time. It feels like maybe we've been doing it forever, our entire our lives. Our whole lives. Uh, I think we should talk about something a little fresher, you know? I think it's time to bring out our special guest. Yeah. So tonight we're joined by a guest who mixes political savvy with razor-sharp analysis and an infectious sense of humor, all in one perfect package. She's one of our favorite human beings on Earth. Let's put our hands together for New York Times best-selling author Alyssa Mastromonica. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us. You couldn't have stopped me if I you mean, tried. I know that you've like hung out with the Obamas a lot, but we're like a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Obamas, the yeah. Queen, the Pope, uh, and you. Yeah, it's the same thing. And yeah. I choose you. Yeah, those were your choices for what to do with the evening. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. It means a lot that you invited yourself here, really over our protest. I mean, the couch was mine. <laughs> So I think we should get right into the episode. Yes, I let's think do so. it. Alyssa has a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts. So many thoughts. So many feelings. Um, so let's set the scene, shall we? We're going to take a step back in time. It's the end of March 2002. You know what that mm. means? Women are wearing low-rise flared jeans. <laughs> They're wearing frosted blue eyeshadow. 
men are buying their suits three sizes too big. <laughs> and they know it's cool because, like, NSYNC was doing it, too. But we need to just, before we go forward, be full disclaimer. I'm the same age as the women you're going to see at this period in time. Alyssa so there is no, very there is no judgment from me in any of my criticism. It's more of a... More of a camaraderie. We lovingly snark yes. here, Alyssa. We do lovingly snark. Feel free to imagine chokers. Alyssa in any of the fashions. Yeah, we might see later. Um, Jennifer Lopez and Ja Rule are topping the Billboard Hot, Hot 100 with Ain't It Funny. And Blade 2 is leading the box office, yeah. which is a classic. A real obviously. classic, yeah. Who could forget Blade 2? The, <laughs> the nation is about to watch the first ever Bachelor, Alex Michelle, step out of the limo outside the first Bachelor Mansion. But before he does that, we get to meet the true star of the franchise. Obviously, I'm talking about Chris Harrison. <laughs> whose, you know, ill-fitting early aughts suit <laughs> makes him look like the Tom Hanks character from Big, but like after he turns back into a child. <laughs> yeah. So I think we should just roll the first clip. Yes. Hi, I'm Chris Harrison. And no, I'm not The Bachelor. I am a happily married man. And tonight, we'll embark on a romantic journey that will hopefully lead two people to one of the most wonderful things life has to offer, a marriage filled with love and romance. Here's how the show's gonna work. For months, we've searched the entire country for one of America's most eligible bachelors. And yes, we found him. He's a great guy, looking, successful, funny, most importantly, ready to get married. He succeeded in every aspect of his life. He just hasn't managed to find the woman of his dreams. And that's where we come in. Later this evening, our bachelor made 25 fantastic women who are also looking for love. But this is no ordinary relationship show. The stakes are considerably higher here. This is about something real, something permanent. You know, the whole till death do you part thing. If all goes according to plan, several weeks from now, our bachelor will propose marriage to one of our 25 bachelorettes. But before they become engaged, they'll get to know each other's friends and family, they'll travel together, they'll get to know everything about one another, all in an effort to find true love. All right, by now I'm sure you're asking, who is this guy? Who is The Bachelor? Let's get to know him right now. Wow. I need, I need a drink after that. The intentional curl of his hair. <laughs> An austere, like, pool furniture. It's just really, oh, it was a low-budget franchise yeah. back then. They were like, we have to use all the grounds. They laid out so many marks for him to hit. Like, oh. you could just see him being like, I'm making a beeline for that one right now. <laughs> I also like the idea that Chris Harrison is an authority figure on this show because he's married. Married. Yeah. But it's happily fine married. now he's happily divorced, dating a much younger, hot TV host. So Which yeah. makes sense, because yeah. I honestly thought he was going to end up with Hannah. So, like, the whole thing <laughs> comes full circle. Well, her journey's not over yet. Yeah. yeah. It's still <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's beautiful to see Chris looking so young, you know. Very youthful. Fresh. He hasn't yet been worn so down young, by so years of that, that shirt, which I like to call intern blue. <laughs> Because when I was an intern on Capitol Hill, every person at the bar had that blue shirt on. So it's a real step into memory lane. Yeah. And what I think is so interesting about this is that there is such, they put such a premium from moment one on the fact that this show is not like those other trashy dating shows you've seen. This one. This show's yeah. about real stuff. It's about marriage. marriage. There's mm-hmm. a Love. diamond You know, ring. that whole, like, till death, 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 death
I mean, we're in a we're in a pretty a, a rough time for America. You know, it's like a very transitional time. We just had the whole Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton thing. 9-11. 9-11. Yeah, I mean, you know, arguably bigger. And uh, you know, people are just craving stability, and they're gonna get it from Chris. From Chris. Who is personally going to find out it's Michelle a husband? Twenty-five women like Japanese fighting fish into a house <laughs> to see who comes out alive. Yeah, exactly. Stability. Stability. Um, so what we can't—I uh, mean, it's kind of hard actually to do this recap, just in the sense that I feel like it would be so much more entertaining just to play the entire episode for you. Unfortunately, fair use law doesn't yes, permit us to do that. We can't do that. So we're going to have to describe some parts for those of you who didn't yeah. do the homework. Um, <laughs> So what we get next is this montage of Alex. of Alex. Alex as a child in a bowl cut and glasses. I mean, not exactly a lady killer. Future well, ladies man. Not yeah. back then. <laughs> no, not until he got contact But don't worry, glasses. he joined the swim team to stalk a fellow eight-year-old girl. Yeah. I'm glad that you pointed that out because it all seemed very benevolent when his parents were like, and then he met this little eight-year-old who he liked, so he joined the swim team called stalking. <laughs> like, Can an eight-year-old be a stalker, you know, like, I mean, getting a little carried. I mean, they weren't really clear on how old he was, but like, fingers just, crossed, he was also It felt a little, it felt a little They off. glossed over that, yeah. let's just say. Um, yeah, they, they really focus on how Alex is a very successful guy, very well educated. He's like... He is the valedictorian. The winner of the triple crown. He is... The, <laughs> it's Seabiscuit. He's Seabiscuit. He is Seabiscuit. Secretariat. He's the secretariat of the dating world. He I really is. All and all of those things, going to Harvard, going to Stanford, being high school valedictorian, what do they entitle him to? Any woman he wants. Any yes. woman he wants. Any woman. But especially a 24-year-old one. Yeah. Ideally. Maybe someone with a sexy side job. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the Same sexy sentence. side jobs. <laughs> I mean, Alex's whole, like, montage is really not something we see anymore. It's very yearbooky, very scrapbooky. A lot of, like, jump cuts to different photos and swooping pans. Um, and it gives us this narrative of, of, of the traditional male, like, narrative of he became worthy of the perfect woman by just, like, dropping a couple, you know, glasses and, no and glasses. getting some muscles. New and, haircut. And a new haircut. And now he's, like, the perfect man. Like, what more does a man need Entitled to do? Entitled anything. Literally exactly. nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and now he is a, uh, I mean, in the world of The Bachelor, he is a management consultant in San Francisco, I, I just, the sort of profession that maybe doesn't have quite the cachet now in the post-Occupy era that it yeah. did <laughs> at the time. I mean, now we prefer just like naturally handsome software salesmen from Illinois or Milwaukee. Exactly. That's what I think of when I think of the perfect man. Um, they reassure us that they background checked him, so. Thoroughly. That, that one I, I would fine. assume that that's a reference to the previous sort of iteration of this show in which the main guy turned out to have a domestic uh, yes. violence charge against him. So yes. this time they did the background check. Yeah. Mike Flies was yeah. like, this time I'm getting it right. <laughs> I'm not problematic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we meet his parents, which is also something we don't see as much now. His mother has a very severe haircut. Yes. Like, the very, the most father, severe. It's I like don't a know. Lego. <laughs> 
You know what I'm talking about, like the Lego helmet era. It's like you could just snap it on and off. Yeah. yeah. His father, for those of you who, who got to really sit with, with him, has strong Eugene Levy vibes. I don't know. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Schitt's Creek, but that really struck me. Um, and they, they understand finding love on a TV show because they dated for two years before <laughs> a getting A real engaged. whirlwind. It was a whirlwind romance. The same thing. Um, so we, we sort of have a sit down with Alex before he meets the women. And I want to point out, so Alex pulls up to the, the mansion uh, in a limo. Not the same stairs. mansion. It's not the same today. mansion. The current bachelor mansion was not built until 2004. So this completely blew my mind. I was like, I'm, I'm in a world right now where the bachelor mansion doesn't exist. <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't even know how to wrap my head around that. Um, so instead they're in sort of a beachside Malibu mansion with an infinity pool sort of. Yeah. Very nice. And Chris Harrison welcomes him to this mansion and then gives him a tour, much as a realtor would. <laughs> it is, it is like, oh. it's like Million Dollar Listing watched that first episode, and they're like, we can do better. <laughs> I mean, it really is. He even waits for a reaction from Alex to be like, like, the living room. Whoa. The living room, right? And waits for Alex to be like, oh, yeah, it's a really nice living room. It's like, yeah, I know. Wait till you see the pool. Like, the pool. And again, though, it's the most sparsely decorated thing. There's like just a giant ottoman in the middle of the living room. And you're like, <laughs> like, we need so that. That's where they a sit. cocktail party yeah. 45 people in here tonight. So here you go. It was like an arrested development sort of model home vibe. Yeah, it was <laughs> very much. Um, but the pool is key. Oh, yeah. The pool and the view. Because as Chris tells Alex, like, if you can't find a woman with all this, you're never you going to quit playing yeah. the game. I was yeah. like, oh, that's all a man needs to do. Just, like, Airbnb right. a house. A house with a view. That's the thing. He yeah. doesn't even need to own it. No, he just needs to reside there for a short period of yeah. time. <laughs> just, like, literally take the nice car on your date, and she'll be so impressed. She will marry you. Um, so It works. <laughs> it's working for Pete this season. <laughs> just saying. It's true. It's true. Vehicles. <laughs> Evolution is not what He's we like, thought it He's like, I own a plane, sure. Um, but at this point, we have our very first therapist, Chris, session. And I think we have a clip of that as well. All right, Alex, the most important question on everyone's mind. Why on earth are you doing this? I was thinking that I want to meet someone great. And that I think having time to dedicate to nothing but that is a great luxury you know, I'm older now, I'm 31 years old, I've accomplished a lot of the things that I wanted to get done for myself, and I really feel like I'm ready to find the person with whom I'm gonna form a partnership that's gonna last a whole lifetime. Wow. Wow. Cool. The most eligible bachelor in the nation. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's such a goober. Claire, Claire and I can't think of any other word. We've been discussing this for like two weeks. I mean, it's difficult because I was not an adult dating in 2002. Maybe <laughs> he was like really the pinnacle. But all I can think is if he were on the show now, he would not make it past me. So I'm, I'm going to just go back in time <laughs> to Alyssa at that age. And I will say he was still a goober, but also the pinnacle. <laughs> Okay. I mean, he doesn't compare to the DJ that hosted a porn site that I dated for a while, but like, he's, 
in Dumbo, okay, back in the early 2000s. Um, but no, I'd say he's somewhat age-appropriate. He's both a goober and top-notch. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Fair, Everyone fair. was trying to date a goober back then. Pretty and much. some of you had to settle for a DJ slash... From Dumbo. Porn. Before Dumbo was Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I mean, it's... It's interesting to see him sort of uh, trying to justify his decision to be The Bachelor in a world in which everyone's just like, you gotta be The Bachelor. Everyone wants to be The Bachelor. Like, we don't even want to win the, ba- the Bachelorette because we must be The Bachelor. He makes and it... Alex has to, like, explain himself. Well, he makes it seem like it's an act of efficiency. <laughs> He's like, this just makes the most sense. I can dedicate time. I can dedicate time. I can knock this out in eight weeks. Consultant. He's a management yes. consultant, and he's not billing any extra hours. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It, it is how you would see someone speaking to a matchmaker. Pretty you know? much. It's like, this is, this, I've tried the other things, and I think now I just need to. Right. It's time. I need to go on TV. Exactly. Well, and there's, yeah, there's no precedent. There's no precedent for it. People were like, why would you go on reality TV? There was no Instagram career path. It's true. Yeah. Times have changed. And that's why you don't see Alex Michelle shilling flat tummy tea. Yeah. No. <laughs> or, yeah, sugar was bear just, hair. It wasn't, it didn't exist yet. You know, it's sad, really, when you think about A it. A missed opportunity for him. He had to settle for, like, an actual career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and at this point, Chris explains to him that they have selected 25. 25. Amazing. Amazing. Hot. Two doctors. Interesting. Two lawyers. Smart. Ten women who have gotten their masters or in the process of getting their masters. Self-sufficient. And also, like, a singer and an actress and an NBA cheerleader. And also, don't worry, a Hooters waitress, yeah. because that is really who is Who is actually, actually is an insurance adjuster. Yeah. Listen, she's an insurance adjuster, but her Chiron certainly says Hooters waitress. This is how they got into, I think, things like chicken enthusiasts. They were like, what if we just picked the weirder thing she does? And then they were like, what if it's not even the thing she does? At all. Yeah. Whoa. Sean, Sean Paul so Jones. Let's see that clip of women when applying. When we announced that one of America's most eligible bachelors looking to get married, the response was overwhelming. Women from all over the country sent in tapes hoping they might become one of our 25 bachelorettes. This video is coming all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Dallas, Texas, Anchorage, Alaska, New York City, the best city in the world, except for when it comes to dating. The folks at ABC uh, television think they found what could be the man of your dreams. They attended promotional events set up by radio stations and print ads and tried to dazzle us with their special talents. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think you're finding me very special because I'm still a virgin. Yeah. Apparently, there are a lot of women looking for Mr. Wright. I've given my number to cab drivers, janitors, you name it. (laughs) Dating in Los Angeles is a nightmare. Trying to find a quality man is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. I mean, right? (laughs) So true. Uh, So these are just some of the women applying. And as you can see, women across America were just really desperate. desperate. They, yeah. they heard that there was one man out there who was willing to get married. And they were like, I'm so in. Is this, I mean, is this accurate? Is this what it was like? I mean, I'm going to say there are a lot of, like, Jennifer Aniston grow-out shags. Okay? I had <laughs> one, too. The Chokers, New yes. Dating in New York was terrible. And still is, incidentally. I saw a lot of very familiar um, 
Tahari outlet suits, which I also own to be a businesswoman. Um, but no, I mean, that was pretty reflective of the era. Yeah, no, I. You guys were still in high school, right? Okay, cool. Nine yeah. Sure. yeah okay. good time. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Certainly, um, no, some of the aesthetic this. trickled down to <laughs> high school. <laughs> yeah. It's good to know that as a 23-year-old, I was wearing the same thing you guys were, which would be braless baby tank tops. <laughs> See, I feel my, I feel my people. Fashion is for everyone, you know. Yeah, says, you know, I was wearing suits actually. Really, Tahari. I was a very serious 14-year-old, so. Um, I mean, it's true. You, you see a, a very different look for the women, a look that is very of its time. Um, but also, we are starting to see some of the tropes emerging. Yeah, some things are see. timeless, like virginity. Right. <laughs> Every time that you know you have a, a virgin out there dating, she's going to think she's special. I mean, I can tell oh you that. Gosh. Like, you're like, I did not give up sex for all this time to not be special. Right. <laughs> to not better be the get bachelor. On the show. <laughs> Uh, we, and we see the women who have tried everything and they just still can't find a husband. You know, these are tropes that The Bachelor will return to over time and over and again. Yeah. They're starting to hone their formula. Um, I also love how the women are just losing their minds over how hot Alex is. <laughs> no one's ever been hot, but I guess now we know he's the so, pinnacle. I mean, he's, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, he's, for back then, I would have been like, oh, my God. <laughs> I saw this guy at Sequoia. He was eating meat on a stick and had a Midori sour. He was so hot. <laughs> no, see, I feel like he, he's like attainable hot. He's like the guy you would see in a bar or the guy no, your friend's like, tall. I'll set you up. And you're like, yeah, sure, he's, he's cute. Tall, he's which is that slightly, tall, which is slightly... It's like that... That, that, he like, seems tall. <laughs> no, it's because his suit's so big. Yeah, I don't know. He seems tall to me. He gives a great impression of height, but I looked it up and he's six foot, which is like... I mean, I mean that's tall. We've had tall? we've had some like six five bachelors. I'm just saying. It's true. He did have that. The hair was very vertical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his, his hair. It's yeah. like it's like this, and he's yeah. just always doing the, you know, that yeah. pose that seems very like authoritative, but also casual. Yeah, he's lean and rangy. Yeah. He's a, a lean. Body. Yeah. So yeah. ultimately, twenty five of these amazing women mm. were selected, flown to Malibu, and Chris does something interesting. He reminds Alex not just that he's going to have to send 10 of these 25 women home after tonight, but also that the women can reject him too on national television in front of the entire country because, quote, these are real women. (laughs) And they are really looking for a husband. So You know, I think the reason that he actually had to do that was because at the time, uh, without any precedent, Alex was like, why would any woman reject me? (laughs) I mean, now The Bachelor knows it's happened in the past, so he knows to be afraid of that. Alex didn't know. We have some of our our ladies. Some of our beautiful ladies. You may recognize Trista. (laughs) Yeah, who goes on to be our very first Bachelorette. Who is identified as a Miami Heat dancer and is actually like a A physical therapist. physical therapist. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, poor Trista. Yeah. Um, and as you can see, we have a few of the cosmetic trends of the era highlighted sperm, here. Sperm eyebrows, a lot of sperm eyebrows. Yeah. There are. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that reddish, purpley hair dye color. Yeah. That is, that is, both, that is flat iron to the point that like the ends are breaking, like you can see the breaking ends from here, but yeah. you know, that was the, that was if the If the trend. ends aren't breaking, you're not doing it right. If you're not you doing know? it right. 
Yeah, we Look see the, the really intense glittery lipstick, the sort of frosted lipstick. Um, I mean, it's really amazing that, that we like, all survived yeah. this era. That I know. glittery lipstick was like Max foray into cosmetics. <laughs> it was called like Viva Glam or something, or Fru. I don't know, I had it though. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's, a, it's really striking watching this episode back and realizing that there, were, there was no aesthetic of reality TV. No. So there's not a sameness to the faces in right. the way we see today. Like there's not Botox fillers, extensions, Boots. microblading, veneers. veneers. I mean, I like, think that's part of the Alex thing too, is I look at him and I'm like, his teeth are not enormous and white. <laughs> <laughs> Who does he think he is him? to be on television? Exactly. Yeah, it was just a different time. I think yeah. we have some more photos as well as some more of the ladies. Yeah, um, some of those yeah. same trends. So, yeah, oh, you're really yeah. seeing. Where was my favorite? It might have been Lisa on the actual day. She had the perfectly placed barrette to the side. That was Kathy, I think. Was Kathy. it Kathy? Oh, Kathy, yeah, she had the barrette. I Kathy's swear. barrette yeah. action was, like, triggering for me. <laughs> <laughs> me I was too. like, oh, my God, I'm in my childhood bathroom again. Yeah. Oh, coming back. I wasn't in my childhood bathroom. I was living on my own, paying my own rent. But I definitely <laughs> had the same barrette, except my hair was sort of reminiscent of Janine Garofalo in Reality Bites, which was also... I had black bangs, black hair, but a barrette all the same. That actually sounds really cute. It was... I, I thought it was a look. You. It was a look. <laughs> Uh, so what we see when the women actually start meeting Alex is something very different from what they do now. The introductions are very brisk. Just There are no gimmicks. There aren't even really, you know, conversations. They just each walk up and say, like, hi, I'm Jill. And he's like, I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. And then... See you later. <laughs> she just walks we, into the house. But we also get a little short interview with every one of the women, which now they only show a couple intro packages for, like, some major players and then one or two people that will definitely go home. So. Yeah, and I think we wanted to specifically call out Amanda's intro reel. Wow. Amanda turns into a very early strong front runner. She is 23 and an event planner and... And blonde. Very blonde and uh, very... Um, Busty. Rubenesque. Yes. Um, <laughs> and just has a very... And she's very aware that she has a very striking look. She keeps being like, I think that I'm a front runner because I have this innocent glow about me that just... makes me just seem different from everyone else. And I was like, that's a very correct analysis, but I resent that you know that. <laughs> and what does Amanda say? Oh, she says, people often get the wrong impression of me. Since I'm from Kansas, they get the opinion that I'm very innocent, but actually, I'm very different. I'm very sexually open with my partners, and one of the craziest things I've ever done was purchase a trapeze for some entertainment. <laughs> Not really an intro that you would see today. I love it. It's kind of incredible. Bring I mean, it back. Yeah. A trapeze in 2002 is like groundbreaking. I mean, <laughs> girl, put in the work. She did. I mean, and we she's hope only she did. 23. Either she, know. the question, she bought it. Like, did she use it? Like, right. I she built it out with implied. She said the craziest thing that she did was buy it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's room for interpretation. You make a very good point. She was with her partner staring at the trap. But you know one of the funniest things I think when I look at this, though, is, like, if you look back at the original episodes of, like, The Real World, it's the same. Like, it's the same. Like, they're all just, like, these real sort of, like, weird people who aren't, like, fixed up yet to know what they should do to get on television, but they ended up there. So, like, she's my puck. <laughs> she's my puck. 
She's bringing it, you just don't know what she's bringing. <laughs> so we meet a lot of these women, and then they all are ushered inside for the first ever cocktail party. Which has absolutely no structure. <laughs> yeah. It's as if you went to a networking event, but you were only networking with one man. In a room, In a yeah. room. with what appears to be only one glass of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the booze fest it was up until a few years ago. No. Alex had to stay on his toes, you know, because he had to work the room. He was picking his he wife. To... He was desperately trying to remember their names, which, again, we never see now. At one point, he just sits down at a table of, like, 12 of them. He's like, wait, like, can you just say your names again? Just go around. Yeah. And, like, that's the entertainment at the cocktail party. Like, say no, your names no. again. The entertainment is when the last woman's like, say them back to us. And he was like, what? And they're like, just kidding. <laughs> That was, that was Melissa, who in yeah. her intro package said, on first impression, I think the opposite sex thinks of me as perhaps a little bit on the bitchy side, maybe a little bit snooty. I'm just quiet, though. They're misunderstanding. But then she pulls out that, you know. I mean, time. yeah. It's like, not oh, quiet. That's not quite, quiet. quite the spitfire there. Um, but no, that's the kind of thing they don't show anymore, is it's awkward flirting through bad jokes. Or like little, yeah, I kind like, of enjoyed it. It was sort of refreshing. Now it's all like you sit down and you very seriously are like, I'm just really looking for the relationship my parents had. Exactly. Yeah. So. My parents <laughs> yeah. have been married for 32 years and after perfect. meeting a week before. And that's what I'm looking for. And The Bachelor's like, uh-huh. Here's a rose. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, we there, get so much great awkwardness in this. Like at one point, <laughs> is it Tina who he... He, Alex says something about how, like, they're all so pretty, and she's like, who taught you the charm, mom or dad? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I was like, this really is like watching a singles event that only one man showed up to. <laughs> <laughs> no one feels like they're on TV. They're all just like, him, over there. We should all be near that. They make a lot of weird faces because they're not self-conscious at it's all. It's true. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of like winking, wincing, yeah, like, and like eye thumbs. rolling. <laughs> finger guns happen. It's, it's a whole thing. There were finger guns. Yeah. Yeah. I still do finger guns. What's wrong with. We'll talk about it. I don't it know. We'll... All right. Um, he talks to all the women about their jobs. What I was really amazed by was how many of them sort of apologized for their jobs. We're like, I'm an attorney. I know, I know. I know, I'm oh, so the sorry. attorney. Yeah. I know men just hate men that hate. women are attorneys. Yeah. And they're like, Breaking Ugh. news, she doesn't get picked. <laughs> but don't worry. Poor, the is waitress. curly-haired attorney with a dog does yeah. not get picked. Well, she also did tell that story that was like... It was a very weird story. I told my dog that I never meet a guy who sounds as great as The Bachelor. And, and my dog looked at me, me and said... Give it a try. <laughs> and I was like, you really went for, I'm going to tell him I talked to my dog. Yeah. But in her defense, she realized it the minute it came out of her mouth. And yeah. she's like, yeah. I really can't oh, believe. No. She was like, baby. She's like, I can't believe I talked about a watermelon. <laughs> it worked for me. Yeah, it did work for me. It didn't yeah. work for the lawyer. <laughs> Then there's a Amber, I think, is like, my job is like, I put together computers for companies. It's stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> Wait, was, was Amber the one in the red dress? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amber. Yeah. 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 I mean, Amber. She didn't make now. it either. Yeah. <laughs> and she was mad. Well, she's just the only one that shed a single tear. So. Yeah. yeah. But we'll, we'll get there. So there are two women who have jobs that are quite serious 
you know, pediatric therapist and insurance adjuster, I think. Um, and then who the are doctor introduced from instead Hawaii. By their, who are introduced instead by their, by their side jobs, Miami Heat yes. dancer. And Hooters waitress. And the yeah. thing I notice is that Alex gets incredibly excited when they reveal their side oh, jobs. His, That's just, wild. his face just like lightens up. He's like alive again. Yeah. Like, oh, a Hooters waitress. Wow. That's so hilarious and exciting. <laughs> I'm suddenly interested in speaking to you. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, when Trista says that she's a Miami Heat dancer, he's like, oh, that's such an adult activity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they are all adults, so, you know, obviously that's something he's interested in. Um, he asked the actress, Angelique, how he'll know that she's not acting on her date. Uh. Sir. They could just never cast an actress on the show again after that. <laughs> the death now. That's why they give actors and actresses fake jobs now exactly. when they do cast them. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> at a certain point, we also hear from uh, Alexa that her dad would be so proud. So proud. If she could meet the perfect guy on this show. Isn't that what every dad wants? Yeah. That is something that That's I it. don't think you would hear today. <laughs> No. Oh. <laughs> you might be thinking it. You're like, I'm not going to say that. Wouldn't say it out loud. Um, but so Alex has a chance to to flirt with all these women, to ask them their names many, many times, speak with them in groups, which we don't see anymore, and then also some individually. And then it's time. It's time. It's time to deliberate. And there's only one place you can deliberate. The deliberation room. The deliberation room. Yeah. Which? <laughs> go. No. Or is. It looks like when you go into this deliberation room with all the women's pictures, a table of nearly dead roses. The only thing missing, it's almost like a seance. Like it's just missing yeah. a Ouija board because it's like women's pictures and candles. It's a candles. little bit funereal. Yeah. It's funereal. Yeah, and, it, and it's as though they like ran to Kmart or Target and went to the clearance section and just bought every frame that was there. <laughs> and... But where did they get that bureau that they were on? Because it had so many levels. So many yeah. levels. It was working on many levels. And every single woman did this. <laughs> it was all the over-the-shoulder, like, senior yearbook pose. This was before they'd really refined their it aesthetic was. down to a basically CGI-generated photo. <laughs> they still had real photos back then. Um, so Chris sits down with Alex and is like, this is your room to deliberate candidly and alone with these photos of all these women who are now dead. I mean, waiting for you <laughs> to make your decision. Are you ready for this? And Alex is like, I'm nervous, because I really think, I think Mrs. Alex might be in the other room. Mrs. Alex. Mrs. Mrs. Alex. They're like, we can't say his last name. Like, no one can know what it is. He's, he's Mr. Alex now. And then Chris says, I'll just leave you alone with your thoughts in these 25 pictures. And it just, it just really felt like he was vaguely like, expecting him to masturbate when he left. <laughs> yeah. He was like, you are alone now. Don't worry. And there are a lot of photos of hot women. Except so like, no judgment. Do what you please. And Think he hard. stood in front of the pictures and stared. Wow. And then they played sort of like, spectral sounds of the women laughing in the background and I was like they're definitely dead like what's going on what genre am I in right now yeah. um, then we get to the very first rose ceremony and we have a clip of that Let's good evening watch. ladies let me tell you what's about to happen I'm sure you noticed I just brought out 15 long stemmed roses 
Each one represents another woman he'd like to stay with the show and get to know better. Well, right now, he's in his deliberation and making a very tough decision. By offering you a rose, he's asking you to stay with the show. And I need to remind you right now that you are totally empowered here. You don't have to accept his invitation. If you don't think that The Bachelor is someone you might end up marrying or want to marry, you can reject his invitation and prepare to leave the show. In a moment, I'll bring The Bachelor out. He'll stand right there. If he calls your name, walk to the center of the room so he can offer you a rose. <laughs> Sorry, in the world that we live in today, like that's just so necessary. It was a really a simpler time. It really was a simpler I time. I mean, there were a lot of like wars going on, but like besides that, besides yeah. that, it was a simpler time. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa's not a, Alyssa drinker. I will drink, I drink. I just can't help it. I watch that so many times by myself. It's nice to not be alone when I watch it. The time. It's true. It's so much funnier this time around. Oh. I kept watching it with my husband and I would like look at him and be like, right? And he would be doing something much more important on his phone. <laughs> like, this, is... like, this is not satisfying. Anthropological. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so can they... we talk about how casual that they don't their setup risers. is? They don't have risers. It's just an enormous semicircle. <laughs> so large. I don't know how long it took them to figure out that that's not a great setup for filming. But it's not a great setup for filming. Let's just say that. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> the roses also have not been manicured. I've never no. seen such Wait, a shaggy set And of the roses. stems are very long. Yes. <laughs> They're like weapons. Yes. <laughs> They're, they're just like a, a limp sheaf of roses, like covered in greenery. Um, and they have, as, as, as we find out in a moment, that they set up the pedestal such that it's sort of right in front of Alex. Um, they didn't really think through the fact that all these women would want to kiss him as soon as they got their roses, which it becomes an obstacle, let's just say. So Alex comes out prepared to hand out the roses. How would you describe his vibe as he, as he stands in front of the women and begins he's, calling He's very nervous that people aren't gonna like him. Yes. That's his main takeaway. Like, See, I, women will be mad at me. I, he didn't like that, that he would have to reject some women, but he, I did feel that like with each rose, he got like giddier and giddier. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like, like, they're all for me. This is happening and you're mine and you're mine. And they were like, and they kept saying yes. I think if someone out the gate had just been like, you know what, hard pass. He would have, it would have changed the dynamic. But instead he's like, I looked at your photo and you look just like her. And this one's for you. I, I got a really weird vibe from him. Like, he was sort of like an adjunct business professor who was like <laughs> I mean, handing back general grades vibe. to his favorite students. He was like, Amber. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> great job. And then she's like, I want to kiss you on the cheek. And he's like, all right. And then they, they'll have to bend over. The <laughs> they have to bend over the table. Over the table. Like, around. <laughs> it's so awkward. You keep thinking they're going to topple. So he gives out these roses. He gives out the roses to Amanda, Kathy, Trista, Lenise, who is, 
I think the first uh, black woman to really have a, a featured role on the show. She ends up getting yeah. the first kiss, I think. Of the whole of the franchise. franchise. Uh, Tina, Christina, Katie, Alexa, um, who wants to make her, her dad proud. Angelique, Amy, Melissa, Angela, Kim, Shannon, and Rhonda. So those are our 15 lucky ladies. Lucky. Rhonda seemed like the least fun person on the planet. <laughs> I, I don't know how she, she made it. She had I the worst haircut and the- to not be fun. She's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought, I for sure thought Amber was gonna get it and not Rhonda, but what do I know? I mean, she puts computers together, so. Yikes. Yeah, Alex I mean, is not into that. Otherwise, I mean, the, yeah. main, the main trend that, that you see is that Alex is immediately drawn to the women who are under 25 and blonde. Yeah. I'm like, it's not that there's anything at all like wrong about being very young or about working at Hooters on the weekends. It's just like, he definitely didn't come on the show to meet a doctor who's around his own age. And I think that's pretty clear from the, from the first Out episode. Out of the gate. Um, so Chris uh, uses the same line he uses now. He's like, take a moment, say your goodbyes. But we, it's sort of hard to tell who is actually getting sent home. So there's just footage of them all milling around for a while. It's literally, yeah. it's chaos. It was like the end of a dead show when you're not sure if there's like another encore and everyone's just like, do I stay, do I go? And they're like, bye, I guess. The goodbye interviews that we do get are so insanely chill. Like, I think we're just so, I'm so used to seeing women just weeping and they're also like filming till 7 a.m. So they're just exhausted and very drunk. These women are just like, they don't really care that much. Lisa is asked why Alex didn't pick her, and she's like, I don't know, you'd have to ask him. <laughs> but like, that was before they knew they, be they could become like Instagram right, there, there were no and make money. Like, yeah, Rachel's like, yeah, I mean, we just didn't really connect. I don't know. I want to call yeah. Rachel out here. She did say Almost two decades later. When they first met, she's like, I think Alex and I had a spark because we looked at each other and it was like, oh, and then she doesn't get picked and she's like, we didn't connect at all. Why. <laughs> However, my favorite is better Wendy. reaction than we think. Wendy is has the greatest. She she's like, yeah, you know, I think he just had 25 women. He adored every single one of them equally, and he just had to cut 10. She's like, that's just the rules of engagement, you know. <laughs> I really admired her attitude. Yeah. She seemed, she seemed like a real optimistic person. Um, but Amber does give us our first tears. And Amber, One tear. I also want to say, looks a lot like Ellie Kemper. She does. And it was distracting to me. I was like, this, I feel like this is a character being played by Ellie Kemper right now. <laughs> and it's a great character. She's a lot of fun. Um, but she starts out seeming very calm. You know, she's like... I don't know. I don't know why I didn't get chosen. I'm surprised. Like, he missed out on someone really great. I'm just a I'm good so, person. I'm a good person. I'm a really good person. And you can just see that's the moment when the Bachelor producers were like, this is what we need to have happen after this. Like, why do you think that being such TV a good goals. person, you're yeah. still alone and might be forever? How does that make you feel? <laughs> why do you think he missed what a good person you were when he noticed that those other 15 women were great? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so... The remaining women and Alex all do a champagne toast. Meanwhile, Alex is wrestling with the guilt of sending these women home and never being yeah. able to give them closure. How about his so really astute observation when he's like, 
I just, I stood there and I saw the women who I gave roses to just beaming at me. <laughs> and the women that I didn't give roses to just looked so angry. There is nothing Alex fears more than an angry woman. I guess not. I mean, it's, it's a new experience. There's no roadmap here, you know? Yeah. They don't give you a manual when you sign up to be the bachelor. No. In 2002, at least. <laughs> um, but then we do just cut to a season preview. There are catfight tropes, bikini shots, age shaming, an ambulance, like everything. You know, everything you could want. They already knew how to make the promo packages. That much is clear. Yeah. Some things have not changed that much yeah. over the years. At one point, Alex just makes like the world's worst toast. He's like, here's to a beautiful and super cool woman. <laughs> he did say, yeah. he says like, super cool a lot. Like, that's what, like, a Harvard degree in literature and a Stanford MBA will, will get you, ladies. Yeah. Like, and 31 years on this earth. I really like school. You're super camp. cool. You oh, can't yeah. put lipstick on a pig, you know? <laughs> We do have a little clip of, of the outro uh, the up next week on The Bachelor to send us out. Would he find true love? What in the hell is high so you should know right now? Will he propose? She wanted to ring on her finger before she ever met him. And will the woman of his dreams say yes? Find out on The Bachelor. Wow. I just need to say the rings were way better before Neil Lane got involved. <laughs> Harry Winston. So. Well, that was not, nice. Not like a brand that sold a cage. <laughs> that was. Be- it was much better. I was confused. I was like, "What am I even looking at?" It. I know it's so modest. Just- <laughs> is that for engagement, or is it just like a cocktail ring? Like, <laughs> and then you might give someone for a birthday. It's like a pre-engagement ring. <laughs> yeah, it's a promise ring. Promise yeah, promise ring. ring. Right. That's <laughs> um, so I think we have to finish up by doing some feminism fails. I think it's time for feminism. <laughs> Do it. So we have some uh, some rating cards next to our seats. Yeah, Alyssa, that includes you. <laughs> since since this is a live show, we wanted to do something a little bit different. So okay. we have clips of each of the fails, uh, so that the three of us can watch and just rate them on the fly. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna use these handy dandy little scorecards. And, and what did the numbers remember mean? Remember that? Yeah, five <laughs> five is the most egregious. One okay. is the least. Copy that. Yes. Yeah. So let's it's like roll the clip. Defcon system. Roll clip one. So <laughs> far, conservative girl, um, classy girl, a well-mannered girl, and someone that's exciting. Okay. Hard. hard oh. oh. <laughs> well-mannered. <laughs> what? Did I do it wrong? Are we? No. How bad do you know? That's the worst. I think it's pretty bad. It is bad. To be clear, uh, Emma and I held up a two, I think. Yeah. Held up a five. (laughs) We are not on the same page about feminism. Wow. Don't don't use the word well-mannered loosely. That is very true. true. Sorry. We've been beaten down by this show. Yeah. Because what does well-mannered mean? It means no talking back, no having opinions of your own. You make a a compelling argument. All right, so I stand by my five. Okay, yeah. I mean, we have some some bad stuff coming up, but <laughs> right out the gate, well, I like I it. I may have to just start putting my numbers together, put, put them together. for 45. 
We had not considered that was an option. You're well, a thinker. Thank I like you. It. Thank now, we're you. We're thinking inside the box. Yeah. Here, you know, so. I worked in the White House, okay. guys. <laughs> and that's why we brought you on this. I podcast. know. Okay. That high level of credibility. Oval office thinking. <laughs> so next clip. If you can't find a woman with all this. <laughs> I'm going to calibrate. No. I'm going to go with a four. All right. That's pretty close. Well, I mean. Yeah. You know. He's basically saying women just need a view. That is true. Very true. He is basically saying, like, you can buy a woman with a pool You can buy a woman with a view. With an Airbnb, as we discussed. That's not even an infinity pool, let's be clear. It's just a pool. It's just a pool. Better pools and better views. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to take more than that to get me, motherfucker. I would hope so. Yeah. So Alyssa gave that a four. We gave it threes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next clip. You know, every father dreams of their little girl finding the perfect guy, little fairy tale. I mean, if this is going to be a fairy tale, I mean, how perfect would that be? My dad would be so proud. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to, okay, what do you got? Five. So I'm going to because Whoa. she did it to herself. When the culture did it to her. Yeah. I don't know. She's the one who calls herself a spark plug. Let us remember. She's like, I'm just a little spark plug. I think I think I'm gonna have to say whenever someone on television says my dad will be so proud of me for finding a man, it's every it's, dad's dream. I'm gonna have to. It's very bad. Say I don't disagree. Yeah. I just feel like I think I mean, you just I, needed to throw it to it. But like I am a, the same age as her. I am of the same era. I would never say that about my dad. My dad's number one dream was not for me to fucking get married. It was to be a New York <laughs> Times bestseller, and I was. <laughs> husband very much so he's a very nice man who supports my love of the bachelor and these two got the seal of approval i mean we really are every dad's dream we are every we are every dad's dream yes independent hard-working this is what they're opinionated yeah yeah Yeah. not well-mannered Fuck that. Fuck that. My dad always says I was very ill-mannered as a child. I was too. complimenting me. I was a a storyteller. (laughs) Code for lying, but whatever. All right, I think we have another clip. I'm not a big fan of living with girls, no matter what. I mean, it's catty. That's just strategy. They're jealous, purely jealous. She seems very high maintenance. I love Kathy to death. Don't get me wrong. I'm right. 22. Okay. Oof. It's a tough one. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm appreciating the mix of it. Yeah. Here, so I mean, I, I was going to go <laughs> Alyssa has a one. Alyssa does not think women can form friendships. 
No, I do. I just think that this is an artificial, and I just think that they're pitted against each other, and so we can't totally hold them to, you know. No, it's no. not. We're not rating, ranking it's them. We're ranking the show, the show. No, I know. I still, I just, And I the know. reason that I'm going to give that a five is yeah. because of the sheer density of, like, yeah, they just high maintenance. She's too young. She's not young enough. Like, we got it all. It's like all the various ways that women can fail at being the perfect is, I'm watching the rest of the season to refresh, and I'm not sure I disagree with their assessments at this point. <laughs> well, she is young. She is young. She is she young. Is young. I'm just sad to Younger see that we can never me. all be roommates. Yeah, we can never because too catty. It's just what happens when women are like in the same space. Like it's this true. stage is getting a little catty. <laughs> you know, I, feel I guess so. I guess. So. But fortunately, I think that is that is the end of this segment. You so guys, we can all get a nice break. That's right. Let's get another huge hand for for okay. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Michael, Derek, and Charlene join us on stage for some Bachelor-themed this or that and a few show-stopping toasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would it be sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Read a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are not a lot of hours to spare. And, you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority. Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I've thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of 
every component of the planning process, it would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop-off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Aloe Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code LTSI20. alomoves.com code LTSI20. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like, I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into, like, their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible, like, neoprene weekender bag, and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. 
One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should. Learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 8.30 class that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks. And it's been really helpful because my French is not good. But now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. (laughs) You can never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're moving on. And, you know, as many very confused Facebook users from around the world believe, Emma and I are really here to make friends. We are. Um, But not with just anyone, with Bachelor Nation people like yourselves. Um, And and also, like, our next three guests, who have become really, really good friends of the pod over the last few years. They have all been on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and while they didn't win the show, they certainly conquered our hearts. So let's welcome to the stage Derek Peth, Charlene Joint, and Michael Garofola. Hey, guys. Long time no see. I know. Like, since backstage. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here tonight. Yeah. Um, Would not rather be anywhere else in the world. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to believe you on that, but, uh, you know... Keep the act up. I'll keep yeah. the energy up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah you're need, doing a great I need job. I believe that there's nowhere else you'd rather be. You all are so lucky to be here right now. <laughs> it's true. We hired off him. your cell phones. Right? <laughs> um, so today uh, we're going to play a little game uh, called This or That. Um, it's going to be Bachelor themed, of course. And for those who, who don't know the game, that means we're going to throw out two options. Um, do we need more mics? I, I don't know. I just realized it. I'm a Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I, I didn't realize I'm just as young, the guy that got the microphone here. Are we sharing one mic or are we going to get mic, them more mics? <laughs> Mike, you're going to be shared during the yeah, well, show. Much like The Bachelor. <laughs> hey, what's a live show without a little technical difficulty, right? First impression microphone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was just the first one to walk up stage. That's just... Derek's like, oh, my mic. Yes. Oh, I want to give the first impression mic to all of you. Um, That's why you'd make a very bad bachelorette. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we are, we are going to be playing a game where we throw out two sort of bachelor-themed options, and you have to select which one you would rather 
bring with you on your journey? So we can start by just passing the mic. If you want to, yeah. let's start with Michael. It is it's sort of rapid fire, but we have <laughs> yeah. time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, have... I think there are mics coming. <laughs> this... <laughs> this is our producer, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. All right. Uh, Michael, are you ready? Uh, I, I believe so. I do have a choice. <laughs> no, let's go. You're stuck here. Yeah. Uh, Michael, roll tide or do the damn thing? Well, that's, that's an easy one. I hate them both, but do the damn thing for sure. I cannot support anything Alabama-related, I'm sorry. <laughs> Charlene, Prince Farming or a perfect Ben? I just, I love Chris Soul so much, so I'm going to go with Prince Farming. Yeah. And that was a great season. Very interesting. <laughs> Derek, uh, champagne or rosé? Rosé all the way. <laughs> Knew he was going to say that. <laughs> Michael, hometowns or fantasy suites? Ooh. Um, well, I didn't make it to either, so... <laughs> uh, you know, I'll go with hometowns. I'll go with hometowns. I was one step away. Hometowns. There is no wrong answer, Charlene. <laughs> it's very wholesome. This is Michael's decision. <laughs> very wholesome answer for this family audience. Yeah. Uh, Charlene, sequins or satin? Did you, what was the first one you said? Sequins. sequins. Did you say sequins? Sequins, like okay, just the sure, glittery thing. My husband, by the way, thought it was sequins. <laughs> Why discover this about four years? Andy, is he here? Should we shame him? Oh, he's coming, so he's not here to be humiliated. Charlene really just thought... capitalized on a marriage issue. In front of everybody. No, he really thought it was sequence, and then I was like, "Oh my god, we've been together too long for it to be an issue." Really. Um, what was the second one? Stop stalling. <laughs> sequence or satin? <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to say sequins because it's it's timeless on this show. Yeah, I agree, actually. And it doesn't crease, you know. Or show wetness, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a very family-friendly audience. Yeah. This was something recently revealed by the stylist, Carrie Petman. <laughs> apparently, they always wear sequins on the first night because of the wet driveway. Right. It's yeah. very sad that my mind at first went to their armpits. Yeah. They're nervous. Derek, hot tubs or helicopters? <clears throat> I've never actually been in a helicopter, so helicopters. You went on The Bachelor and you didn't get to go in a helicopter. That's like... Wow, you got cheated. I keep yeah. going back. And... <laughs> <laughs> Just want to ride a helicopter, please. I feel like the helicopter's less dangerous with all the E. coli. (laughs) You guys don't know the Paradise Hot Tub has like dead crabs in it. And not those crabs, not gross. Well, the crabs have to go somewhere to die. You know, they're everywhere. They're better that way. Uh, Michael, here to make friends or not here to make friends? Always here to make friends. Always here to make friends. There was a right answer to that one. That was a softball. Thank you. Charlene, Luke P or Chad? 
Charlene's getting some toughies. Yeah. Sorry. Seriously. <laughs> Sorry. Did the cookie just crumble that way? <laughs> Neither are good, to be clear. It's fine. I feel like that's a cop out. <laughs> no, you have to choose still. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, you made me feel yeah. good about my. Yeah. I, I agree. Like yeah. That would be good. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Derek, uh, deli meat or cheese pasta? Uh, I can't stand curry, so deli meat all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Yes. Bachelor Mansion or Sayulita Paradise Resort? The humidity and the lack of air conditioning at the Sayulita Resort uh, just doesn't work with me. I'm just too sweaty. Resort? <laughs> resort, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to resort to trying to sleep with a fan in my bed, so bachelor mansion all the way. Even, I, I love top bunk, so the bunk beds are great. You know, it's not sweat, it's the glow. Uh, Charlene, platinum JJ or waboom? Who's waboom? Uh, please, this is like more of a catchphrase uh, question, but Waboom I, I was a... I agree with Derek. I guess, yeah, I'm not into Corinne, so I'm going to go with Waboom, even though I don't know what that is. <laughs> you just have to say it. Yeah, yeah. all he did was Waboom. say Waboom. <laughs> Derek, Jorge or Wells? Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 This is a lob, because everybody knows that Wells is like my, is my actual best friend. <laughs> so, Jorge, of course. <laughs> yes, George. Great answer. Uh, Michael, Demi or Corinne? You're the only person who hasn't spoken on this question. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first option? Demi, Demi or Corinne? Demi or Corinne. Who is Demi? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, We've I, all seen the preview. Someone just yelled. <laughs> I, yeah, I gotta say, I mean, I saw Corinne on um, Who is America? And it was, I mean, it, it's Demi. It's just Demi. It, I mean, even though it means half, I give her the whole vote there. Wow. Sasha Baron Cohen's yeah. next again, man. Charlene, skinny dipping or Paradise Boom Boom Room? Can I choose both? Yeah. <laughs> I choose both. <laughs> um, Derek, in the moments or man chats? You know, you don't cry too often in man chats, and I feel like my place of comfort is in the moment interviews <laughs> where I can just cry it out. So. <laughs> It's free therapy for you. It, that's okay. exactly what it is. I feel like on the, on the preview, I was like, are they using old footage of Derek or did he do this again? No, he's just still weeping. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, these are, these are testing these jokes for when I'm on the pod. Yeah. yeah. All right. Michael, Paradise or Winter Games? Ooh, uh, I was terrible at both. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, I do better in the Vermont uh, December climate, so I will say Winter Games. All right. How sweaty are you? <laughs> well, I'm not wearing sequins tonight, so. <laughs> 
patterns help too, though. So that was very True. smart. Great job. Uh, Charlene, emerald cut or cushion cut? That's why Diamonds. we asked Charlene. Diamonds. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to opt for neither. Okay. Oh, you're just breaking all the rules. Yeah. I know. I'm doing whatever I want to. Can't be contained. Derek, cocktail party or pool party? Pool party. Woo. Okay. Does anyone like the cocktail parties? I feel like the, no one's the, sad to hear the They're the, the most party. uncomfortable time in the whole show. <laughs> Charlene, yeah. fan of the cocktail party. I hated the Give her that. Uh, you can you can have a pool party any day. It's just now a formal pool party. It's, it's forced. But you and can't show the bachelorette your rippling muscles. <laughs> you know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Michael, vulnerable or open? <laughs> there are different things. Very different and distinct <laughs> concepts. I'm going to go, yeah, you can't choose, oh, this is a tough one, wow. Um, I'm going to go with open. Okay. Open. Right. Yeah, share, be open. It's a powerful Char stance. Charlene. I love that. Or amazing. <laughs> I'm getting the worst ones. <laughs> or is this the best one? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> there, there. Amazing comes for us all. You, you just did have amazing, to leave. Yeah. Uh, Derek, Jed or Peter? <clears throat> Jed can't sing, and he thinks that's his bit. <laughs> so Peter, Peter and his plane and his car and his condoms like he's practicing everything True. we should be you gotta about. love a man who loves safe sex you know I, I feel like if you need to do something for your mu music career like there are other things to do besides going on the bachelorette like like maybe having actual talent I, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know so michael fence jump or full mesnick Let's repeat the first the first fence jump or full mesnick well, on, on my season of The Bachelorette, I, I had to reenact the Jason Mesnick crying over the balcony scene for the, for the famous Soldier Boy um, <laughs> Right Reasons rap. And I'm sure all of you are watching on YouTube right now and not paying attention. Michael does so still have it memorized. I will, I do. I will, um, I will go with Jason Mesnick, the Mesnick, yeah. Um, although Colton, that was, that was amazing. I mean, but... <laughs> Uh, Charlene, grocery store Joe or big box Joe? Do you remember big box Joe? I would understand. I yeah. enjoyed big box Joe, however, grocery store Joe. I Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Derek, pilot Pete or Peter Krause? Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Peter Krause, I'm, a, I'm an older gentleman. I need, I need a man with some gray hair. Yeah. Very nice guy. Yeah, he, he is a very nice guy. Uh, Michael, most dramatic or most shocking? I enjoy most shocking. Yeah. I enjoy most shocking. Yeah. yeah. Charlene, here for the right reasons or here for the experience? 
<laughs> We're gonna have words on this one afterwards if you don't say what it's... I think you should. <laughs> so much pressure. There's no right answer to this question. Uh, you just have to go with your heart. In my day, <laughs> in my day, people went for the experience, Derek. So I'm gonna go for the latter. There for the experience. Uh, oh really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I passed. That's a very honest answer, and I love it. Uh, Derek, run and jump or wall make out? Wait, what was the first one? The run and jump and uh, straddle. I've had enough with the run and jump. I actually, just the other episode, they, he like picked her up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mm, take a note yeah. on that one. That's very <laughs> slick. I like yeah. that. <laughs> no, uh, wall make out for sure. Honest <laughs> curveballs. Michael, unreal or burning love? Oh, it's so easy. Will you accept my hose? I mean, burning love, burning love all the way. I'm obsessed with that cast. I'm obsessed with the people, you know, uh, from the state. I mean, that, that's, that's the best show. Burning love should have gotten more Emmys. It's I think, true. Or, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, Charlene, dolphin or shark? <laughs> shark. Yeah. 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 And finally, Derek, final rose or becoming the next bachelor? Wait, what's final, what's final rose? Like, you've got the final rose. Of, final rose means you, w- the show. you won. Have, Have you ever watched this point? show? I don't know what happens at Final rose, I guess. Cause, right? Does that mean that you, is that like the ring? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, in final rose. <laughs> Jeez. You've been on this show like three times. Yeah. <laughs> and you're still learning new things. I always black out when yeah. <laughs> Well, Not great job, guys. That yeah. was, I, we threw some really tough ones at you. I'm very impressed. <laughs> We're not leaving the stage. But wait, we're not done. We're not done with you yet. I just wanted to applaud your beautiful work um, on that particular game. But no bachelor night is complete without a spontaneous toast to everyone present, um, including this one. So before you guys leave the stage, we are going to ask you to cap off the evening with a champagne salute to our audience. Yeah. And I think we we have champagne. Yeah. So whoever's toast gets the loudest applause, is going to be awarded all of Claire's drink tickets. Yeah. So what I'm saying is the stakes are very high. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek, would you like to start us off? Uh, I guess so. <clears throat> I'm actually more nervous than I was on the show every day. <laughs> we gave you too much time to prepare. Exactly. Yeah. Um, to Chris Harrison in well-fitted suits, management consultants, uh, dental hygienists, and replacing Donald Trump. That's easy. That's good. Cheers. Cheers to that. That is A-plus pandering. That's going to be very hard to Uh, Once you said the the loudest cheer. Exactly. He's in it for the drink ticket. Charlene? I'm going to toast to the franchise itself, because who would have thought in 2002 that we would be here all these years later in this room together with new friends and also still talking about it, so (laughs) joke's on us. (laughs) 
Michael, Michael. close us out. Oh, he's so. <laughs> this is better than the champagne of beers, by the way. Um, so, I'd like to propose a toast to all the fans here of the Here to Make Friends podcast, and to Claire and Emma, our wonderful uh, hosts, um, and actual on, friends. Yes, and actual good friends. Um, on your journey to lo- find love, may you date no bros. May you get. That final rose. <laughs> May you make amends, send home the dead ends, and always be here to make friends. <laughs> hey, you're like, hey, I'm not done. I'm not, not done. done. Thank you, I'm not done. May, May your life be completely fulfilled, and may you have lots of sex in windmills. <laughs> That was incredible. That was drunk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Shut, 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 shut. I mean, I think we're I... going to have to give that one to Michael. Michael, yeah. yeah. So. Three incredible toasts uh, that really capped off the evening, but there can only be one winner because I only have two drink tickets. <laughs> um, so thank you guys so much yeah, for being thank here with you. us tonight. And one, more round, one more round of applause. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Oh. All right. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's so... I know. So that that's it for Here to Make Friends Live. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson, our amazing, amazing HuffPost team, Mike our fab... <laughs> Mike for Bachelor. Mike for Bachelor. <laughs> Our, our fabulous guests, Alyssa, Derek, Charlene, Michael, and of course, a big thanks to the Bell House for hosting us all tonight. And the night isn't like completely over yet. Come hang out with us at the merch table, at the a photo booth. Just we'll be around and we want to talk to you guys. And thank you so much for coming out yeah, tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week for the Bachelorette finale. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson, as well as everyone else from HuffPost who made this event possible. Lainey Frost, Amita Patel, Mike DeAngelis, Julie Pinheiro, Rebecca Halperin, Erica LaRose, Teresa Kim, Damon Dolan, Samantha Tomaszewski, Dan Fox, Mike Caravella, Tiana Rounds, Hilary Fry, Carrie Baus, Sammy Lacombe, everyone made the night run super smoothly. And let's not forget the Bell House and the fantastic Bell House crew for hosting us. And of course, thanks to our wonderful guests, Alyssa Mastromonaco, Derek Peth, Michael Garafola, and Charlene Joint. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Hannah's season finale recaps or Bachelor in Paradise coming up next month. And give us a five-star rating and review. It helps other people find our show. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And also, if you were at the show, tag any photos with hashtag HTMF Live. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back next week for the Bachelorette's epic two night finale.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.